ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد so after that very informative lecture which has now explained to some degree regarding the roots of these extremist groups the ideology and where it began and how it began and some of the reasons as to why it began and what their purposes were so having understood all of that and having seen the reality of these extremists the question may arise if all of that type of information is known regarding these individuals regarding the khawarij these extremist renegades then why is it that people are still confused by them why is it that there are youth from the muslims still confused by them and still taken by their rhetoric and confused and they travel and they want to join them one of the reasons behind that is the manner in which they package themselves this packaging it changes over time the names may change over time the ideology is always the same that ideology continues and carries on and it persists throughout time but the manner in which they package this ideology to the people and communicate it that's what causes and brings about confusion to the people so now when you see these individuals will they package themselves as killers will they package themselves as murderers assassins extremists they won't use those words you won't hear any of that type of thing from them when they are advertising themselves they advertise themselves and they package themselves as an islamic package so often you see from their terminology the words that they'll use the buzzwords as you say in promotion and advertising they'll use words like jihad they'll use words like sharia islamic law they'll use words like khilafa the islamic state the khalifa the islamic ruler they'll use all of these types of words that bring about an inherent association to the rightful and good islam they bring about words that would incite in a person or bring about uh, a connection to something good as they perceive it an islamic state where islamic laws are being implemented where all of these impermissible things against the law of god 
are outlawed where there is jihad and there is the caliphate just like there was after the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. So when they package themselves by using as much Islamic terminology in amongst it, using all of these Islamic words in amongst it, so then for the unsuspecting youth, when he sees that, he doesn't see on their packaging, we kill, we murder, we assassinate, we do this, we do that. All he sees from their propaganda is Islam, Islamic State, Jihad, the Caliph, the Caliphate, Islamic law, Sharia. So when he sees all of those types of words, he is confused as to the reality. And that's why you hear people saying so often, that these people, these extremists, as you call them, they say to us, they don't really do the kinds of things you claim they do. They don't really engage in this extremism as you claim they do. Why do they come to those types of conclusions? Because they are brainwashed by the terminology. Brainwashed by the types of packaging that they see. I mean, you could have an old banged up car. Very difficult to sell. No service history, nothing. You could forge some documents saying it has an annual service history on it. You could forge some MOT documents. You could forge a whole host of things to make this car look like it's 10 Black Fridays coming one go. But then when you purchase it, it barely lasts you a few miles and the engine disappears. And I know what I'm talking about. It occurred to me once. I bought a car, not a joke at all. The next day, the second day, the engine completely finished. So somebody had packaged it very nicely. Packaged it with a good price, packaged it with good promises, packaged it with a good uh, description. It's got this, it's got that, it's got service, it's got everything. And then within 24 hours or 48 maximum, the next day the whole engine was gone, finished. Required an engine change. So now these people, they do the same type of thing. They haven't got actual Islam. But how are they going to promote themselves if they haven't actually got Islam? Just like somebody who's got a banged up car and he knows the engine's going to go. He can't sell it if he tells people that. So now they have to package themselves in a way that will sell to the unsuspecting youth. So therefore, you cover up all of that stuff. You cover up all of the evil that they are upon in reality. And you bring it to the people as the most pious Islamic understanding you could imagine. That we are living in an Islamic land with Islamic law, with an Islamic ruler. Everything is all Islamic. Everything you've got in the West and all of the evil, none of that exists here. This is an absolute Islamic state, just like it used to be when the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was alive. And when the rulers who came after Muhammad, Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali, radiyallahu anhum, when they were alive, that's what we've got. We have re-established that. So if you want to live how the Prophet used to live in an Islamic state like that, then come to us. We have Islamic law implemented. We have it all here. Everything Islamic, anything non-Islamic, you won't find it.
So now these young individuals and the Muslims as a whole, unsuspecting Muslims, you may find some people who have some degree of sympathy. It is because they are being sold this very deceptive package. So deceptive that in recent times or maybe in older times too, one of the forms of deception that has been noticed from the likes of the Khawarij is that they will name themselves even with names that will give them a better, better promotion. So they can't name themselves as Khawarij. They aren't going to go around saying we are Khawarij and we are Islamic renegades. So one of the things that they've done in recent times or in olden times is that they associate themselves falsely, completely incorrectly to the term Salafi. And you find this is prevalent, that you hear the people saying these groups and these individuals, they have some elements of Salafism in them. And this is from this false and abusive packaging that they have performed, that they have created for themselves to cause the confusion amongst the masses. Because they have absolutely nothing to do with the Salafi way. And the Salafi way has absolutely nothing to do with them. And in fact, one of the Salafi scholars, known as a sheikh, the scholar Ubaid al-Jabiri, Hafizahullah ta'ala, he was asked regarding these people and the fact that they term themselves or the fact that people are saying that these groups have some Salafi element in them. So he mentioned that all of these groups, these modern day groups that have come about, whatever they may be upon, in their various forms of understanding Islam, then the truth of it is that the guidance and the sunnah, the correct prophetic tradition and understanding, then that is with these the true Salafis. As for these individuals, the enemy of Allah, the enemy of God, they have lied when they say, these people, when they say that ISIS is an offshoot of Salafiyya, that is again that false packaging. That is again the false packaging. Take off your uh, Vauxhall badge and put a BMW badge on the car instead. And try and sell it as a BMW. False packaging. It is not the reality of the affair. So here these people, they want association to anything which will bring them legitimacy. And the term Salafi and the Salafis, no doubt it is the true and correct understanding of Islam, what you've heard today. And all of the uh, scholars that were being quoted by the brother Abu Iyad in his lecture, all Salafi scholars talking about the reality of these Khawarij and these extremists. So throughout history, the actual Salafi scholars have warned against these people, warned against these extremists, warned against the Khawarij. Uh, Ibn Kathir in Al-Bidayah wa Nihaya, he mentioned the traits of these extremists. He mentioned how they made it permissible 
As the brother mentioned, how they made it permissible to kill the men, the women, the children, and to slit open the stomachs of pregnant women as they used to do. Such was the level of deviance in their minds. So now they need to bring about some legitimacy if they want to try and bring in the people. You can't just bring in people by saying we are killers and we are murderers. You'll get the riffraff, but you won't get a mass uh, type of promotion for yourself. So you need legitimacy. How do they bring about the legitimacy? By sabotaging names and packages for themselves, which have nothing to do with them. And those names and packages in reality have nothing to do with them. So the packaging of Salafi that they sometimes wish to associate to is a completely and utterly false packaging. And take it a step to an understanding which is clear, even the packaging of Islam that these people advertise and promote themselves as an Islamic state and an Islamic group even that packaging at the very base level of being Islamic or an association to Islam is a complete falsehood. These people, as the scholars mentioned from olden times, the Salafi scholars from throughout history, there was a very strong debate between the Salafi scholars throughout history. Can you even call these people these extremists, Muslims. And many of the scholars, they had the opinion throughout history that these types of individuals outright are not even Muslims. They are not Muslims and they cannot be considered Muslims with the type of ideology and the set of ideas they have, the methodology that they practice. They cannot be termed as Muslims. Such was what the scholars, the true Salafi scholars mentioned about them. So one of the things that a person has to be aware of, we've now spoken about the history of them, we've spoken about the roots and how they began and why they began and their uh, uh, reasons behind their extremism and their desire for the worldly gain and leadership etc. We've all understood that, we've mentioned that. But then if a person says, then why are people still confused? It's because after you explain everything that's been explained tonight, if they then go on to the propaganda of ISIS and those people, they say, but look, everything you said, it doesn't seem to apply to them. They say they are Islamic and Muslims and they've got an Islamic state. And they don't proclaim that they are extremists and that they believe that Muslim rulers should be killed. They don't say that anywhere. So now you begin this confusion amongst the people. How do you remove that then? As the brother mentioned at the end there, with knowledge, knowledge is required to be spread. Knowledge of the true understanding of Islam. Knowledge throughout the youth as they are being raised. And that is something which is occurring. It occurs in the mosques with the young kids who are being taught, that they are taught in a way where they understand the evils of those extremists. They understand the evil of opposing the true Islam. It needs to be through education in other forms, whether that be lectures like this for the community to come and to listen and to understand, whether it be through leaflets that are uh, printed and distributed explaining the reality of ISIS, 
and the extremists. And I'll read to you here an email that was received by the Salafi bookshop. Uh, you have a branch here and there is the main branch in Birmingham. The Salafi bookshop that has printed many leaflets explaining to the people as a whole the reality of Islam and the extremism, misguidance and deviation of ISIS, Al-Qaeda and all of those types of groups. One individual wrote in who had seen this leaflet, a non-Muslim. He said, Dear Sir or Madam, I live in Oxford and was wandering down the road when I was given a leaflet on combating ISIS, which seems to have been produced at your bookstore, the Salafi bookstore. I've been watching the news in recent days with horror, and I'm personally extremely afraid of the threat of terror. I'm a young man, but have stopped going to the cinema, theater, and busy events like the turning on of the Christmas lights this week. I'm ashamed to say, it may have also built up a small, a certain small distrust when I see Muslims in my community. After reading the leaflet, I was so fascinated to learn the true meanings of these words we hear thrown around in the press, such as jihad. To learn what jihad actually is. Because as the Salafi scholars have said, those individuals, ISIS and their forefathers and all of their associates, they don't even understand the main play that they work on. Their main thing that they work on is that we have a legitimate jihad against the people. We are fighting jihad and we are establishing the Islamic states everywhere. The very concept that they have as one of their foundational beliefs the Salafi scholars have said they don't even understand that. They don't understand what jihad is. They have no idea what that is. And so here he said, I was very enlightened to read the true meanings of what jihad actually is. And who the Kharijites, the Khawarij, the extreme renegades actually are. And the way your religion has been perverted by these extremists. has been perverted by these extremists in the West after... Extremist groups, huh? Extremist groups in the West. Uh, after all, our government has not exactly behaved impeccably over the past decade, and our drinking and sexual cultures must seem extremely sinful to a practicing Muslim. But after reading the leaflet, I feel very different. I had no idea Islam taught such tolerance and mercy and has no place for brutality regardless of what the person's religion or core beliefs. So thank you very, very much. I feel very ignorant and ashamed that I allowed my feelings to be warped by those people making the headlines. My heart goes out to all Muslims as thanks to your leaflet. I've come to realize these extremists aren't an extremist sect of Islam. I've come to realize that these extremists aren't an extremist sect of Islam. They are just not Islam. And that is correct. That is, as we've said, many of the scholars have correctly highlighted. They are just not from Islam. It must be dreadful to have 
the religion you love tarnished in such a way? Thank you again. Education is always the most important thing to stop any war. And it's amazing that you take it upon yourselves to educate us all. So this was an email from one individual who came across that leaflet. And he's mentioned some very good points in it. The point at the end there, that the religion you love has been tarnished in such a way. The Salafi scholars have said, consider this, think about what they said. They said if somebody wanted to destroy Islam, if somebody wanted to destroy Islam, then there's no better way than what ISIS are doing right now. ISIS claim they are fighting for Islam, spreading Islam against the infidels, against the apostates and all of the rest of the rhetoric. They claim they are doing that. The reality, the Salafi scholar said, if anybody wanted to finish Islam off, destroy it, have it portrayed in a light where nobody will touch it, then all you have to do is look at ISIS. Their activities are an exact opposite of what they claim. They claim they are fighting for Islam. The reality is they are at the head of the people who are destroying Islam. Because look at this individual now. He said prior to gaining this type of real knowledge of what these people are and where they came from and who they are and what their goals are, then all you really have is what you generally read around the media, around the internet, here and there, all types of websites, all types of blogs, everybody writing what they want without any referencing, any real authenticity to it. But when you really come across the detailed understanding of who these people are, where they came from, what their goals are, and you start to realize that is actually completely what you see in the likes of ISIS now, that their goals are the same as those goals of the people who came before them. And that's why we say the ideology continues as the same. The ideology continues. The packaging may change. They may change their packaging from time to time, call themselves different names. So really when you look at all of these different groups, Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda before them, uh, you look at these ISIS now, you look at Boko Haram, all of these groups, different names, different ideas or different uh, packages rather, names and titles, but inside the reality is they are all upon the same fundamental roots. They have all the same fundamental ideology. Just to keep it brief, I'll mention to you some of the statements of some of the Salafi scholars regarding these groups, particularly ISIS nowadays, because the truth of it right now, ISIS is what is prominent, and ISIS are the most uh, uh, dangerous and the most widespread in their evil in this time. So these are statements of some of the Salafi scholars regarding them. One of the scholars he mentioned, one of the Salafi scholars, no doubt they, i.e. ISIS, are deemed to be from the Khawarij, from the extremist renegades. Their characteristics and their actions are that of the Khawarij, those extremists. This country is to be described, talking about the Islamic State, that country is to be described as Da'shiyya. 
belonging to ISIS. Declare that state and that area, don't call it, it shouldn't be called an Islamic country. These are the statements of Salafi scholars. Don't call it Islamic state. It isn't an Islamic state. Call it the, the land of Daesh, ISIS controlled territory, whatever. But don't say it's an Islamic state. It isn't an Islamic state. It isn't an Islamic country. It should just be called the territory of Daesh, of ISIS, or a name that is appropriate like that for the reality of it. But calling it Islamic state is not correct. Then this Salafi scholar goes on to say, Does an Islamic country slaughter people with knives, spread corruption and murder people? Does an Islamic state do that? This is not from Islam in any way, shape or form. And that is from one of the Salafi scholars, Sheikh Abdul Muhsin. Another Salafi scholar uh, who we mentioned previously by the name of Ubaid ibn Abdullah al-Jabiri, Hafizahullah ta'ala, he mentioned that all of the new groups that have emerged, they are upon misguidance and they are upon the path of desires. So let the Muslims beware of them. Be aware of these groups and these misguided individuals. And what they are upon, their activities, it is a major sin from the major sins. And we say clearly that all of these other groups, uh, whomsoever they may be, they are not upon the truth. But the jama'ah, the truth, the guidance, and the sunnah, the true Islamic traditions, they are the actual Salafis. The enemies of Allah have lied when they say that ISIS are an offshoot of the Salafis. Similarly, a question was asked to another uh, Salafi scholar. A question was asked here, is a question that is often repeated, and previously it has been partially answered, in your beneficial speech. It is as follows. Many of the youth have embraced what is called ISIS. Rather some of them join it. Claiming to help Islam. And raise the flag of jihad. Believing that it is obligatory upon every Muslim. To join this group. And listen to it and obey their leader. So we hope that you will give us some statement of advice for the youth. So the Salafi scholar replied. This is, as I have pointed out previously, during the speech I gave, this nation which calls itself a nation, is not a nation. ISIS, an abbreviation that they have become known by, this abbreviation of theirs was used on it, and when it was abbreviated, it was deviated, or it was shortened to ISIS, that is their name. These people are evil. From the worst, most evil of groups today. May Allah give us well-being and safety. These people have emerged, have merged rather. These people have merged the old vile ideology of the Khawarij, the extremist renegades, and the ignorance of the ignorant and the modern people of desires. And they are in reality an organization that has brought together the most abnormal ideologies that have deviated away from Islam in every direction. And in reality, they do not represent Islam. 
And they are the furthest from Islam, the furthest people from Islam, and the most ignorant people of Islam. How can they be representing Islam and they have no scholar with them? And this was something Abu Iyad mentioned in the lecture. They have no scholars with them. Scholars, people of knowledge. Where are their scholars? Who are the people of knowledge that have any understanding of Islam with them? Nothing, it does not exist amongst them. No scholar is with them from the scholars of Islam and the inheritors of the prophets. And the proof for this is like what Ibn Abbas, uh, عنهمah, when he approached the early Khawarij, he said to them, I have come to you from the companions of the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, and I do not see a single one of them amongst you. So the companions, the associates, the companions of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, not a single one of them had gone and joined those early Khawarij, those extremist renegades. So when one of the actual companions of the Prophet went there, he looked around and he said, I cannot see a single one of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad with you. That indicates to you something important from the very beginning of history. When they began, they did not begin from the teachings of Muhammad wasallam. They had separated away from the companions of the Prophet Muhammad. This was an ideology that was not from the companions of Muhammad or Muhammad wasallam. They had split away, not a single one of them. So that shows their misguidance. Not even one of the Sahaba, not even a single companion of the Prophet Muhammad was with them. So this shows that their ideology is deviant. And similarly, uh, this group that is referred to as ISIS, there is no scholar of Islam with them either. Not from the memorizers of hadith, or from those who can explain the meanings of the Qur'an. And that's important because one of the underlying types of policies these people have is to separate you from the true uh, Islamic scholars, people who can give you the correct understanding of Islam. They wish to separate you from that. Why? Because if they can separate you away from the true Islamic scholars, the Salafi scholars that will give you what you have briefly heard, uh, the types of points and understandings tonight, if that was allowed to occur, it would be a big dent in their propaganda mission. If people were realizing and understanding the true reality behind them. So one of their policies is, whenever they attract the youth and try to bring them in, one of their main brainwashing ideas is, you cannot have any association to these Islamic scholars and elsewhere. We are the scholars. We will tell you what to do and how to do it. So they break the links of knowledge. And they need to break the links of knowledge. That is the way they can keep them blind and carry on brainwashing them. And that's why we say that one of the major goals or one of the major activities that is required is the education of people. The educating of the youth, the elders, whomsoever it may be, the communities, in various ways, that education is extremely important. Because when you think of it, now these people have an ideology that they are spreading. They have an ideology that they are spreading. 
through the various means of uh, computers, internet, whatever it may be, they are spreading that ideology. So how do we fight that? By counteracting their ideology that is seeping through all of the media outlets and into the internet and whatever else, by promoting the correct understanding and ideology of Islam to counter theirs. That is the only way. You must spread the knowledge of the truth. Must spread that knowledge of the truth. And that is exactly what occurs from the Salafi community. You see now we have these types of events tonight. We've had them for multiple occasions and multiple venues. In various places, this country, other countries. This is something that is promoted and advised to us from the Salafi scholars themselves. When the events occur, as the events of Paris occurred, as other events in the other parts of the world occur, when these extremists perform what they perform, what do the Salafi scholars say every time? Upon you is a responsibility to spread the true education to people, to clarify to them the reality of Islam, and that these people do not represent you. In fact, they do not represent Islam, full stop. That is something vitally important that must be done. So that is done through various websites. There is the very good website monitored by the brother Abu Iyad, islamagainstextremism.com. Islamagainstextremism, as one word, .com. If you go to that site, you see all types of information. Explaining briefly what's been mentioned tonight in a bit more detail in some parts. Explaining to you the roots of these extremists and what they're about. And clarifying to you the fallacy of the propaganda that they call to, that they are an Islamic state. So we have websites like that, that you can promote and you can advertise. Nowadays it's simple. You send a text message and it goes out to 200 contacts straight away. You have leaflets, physical leaflets that are put into the mosques at the entrances, in, uh, given out in town centers when people go. They set up the stalls and they distribute this knowledge. Knowledge is key, as they say. You've heard the saying, knowledge is power. In reality it is, if you can spread that true knowledge to the people, that true understanding, it will be enlightening. This individual now in Oxford had never seen or heard the types of things we've been talking about tonight. And when he did, he was amazed. And that is how the people are. That's just one example. We've heard it multiple times. When people hear the reality of what Islam is and how, Firmly, Islam rebukes the likes of those individuals. And they learn the history of how for 1400 years, Muslims had to face the types of things which we are now experiencing in the West. These types of killings and murders, 1400 years. As we mentioned, the scholars, they said in the books of history, they would go around slitting open the stomachs of pregnant women. These things have occurred throughout time and they continue to occur. What is upon every Muslim is to educate himself, to understand the reality of Islam, to understand the prophetic traditions, to return back to the grounded scholars who will teach you the correct form of Islam and then to spread that to your communities, to your families, to your societies so that you can stop their propaganda furthering itself anymore. That is key and that is what we need to focus on, and that is why in all of the Salafi mosques, you have the lessons, regular gatherings where we talk about the prophetic traditions, and we talk about the, the Qur'an and the correct understanding of it. And we mention all of these things regularly on a weekly basis, 
to educate the communities, to educate the societies, so that they are aware of the reality of the khawarij. They are aware of what Islam really says about them. Not to be like the average person who might say to you, that okay, yeah, I know what they're doing is wrong, but they have some form of sympathy still maybe, and they get brainwashed by the type of idea, but they're Muslims at the end of the day, aren't they? And the West, they're not Muslims, so really your allegiance still has to be with them. That type of thing, you bring it to a common person on the street, a youth who doesn't know any better, they'll say, okay, you're right. They're Muslims at the end of the day, and these people aren't. They bring that type of propaganda. So then you explain to them, the reality is, well, if you're going to go straight out to it, they're not even Muslims. As the scholars have mentioned. Many scholars have stated that as we've said. So they're not even Muslims in the first place. These people, the extremist khawarij, etc. And even if they were, even if we say, okay, they are Muslims, even if, for the sake of the argument as you say, how does that justify in any way, shape or form, the actions that they perform? You're basically trying to say then, well, because they are Muslims at the end of the day, then you still have to side with them even if they go and do what they did in Paris and wherever else. That is an absolute nonsense. That has to be understood. It's an absolute nonsense. But it will only be understood if you realize and learn the principles of Islam. So that is what I'll briefly mention, the importance of knowledge, the importance of learning it, the importance of realizing who these people are, studying it, looking at those websites we've mentioned, the leaflets that have been printed, to educate yourselves, your families, your kids, and to educate your societies and communities in order that this type of threat doesn't have any possibility of being able to enter. So we'll conclude upon that. Time is getting late. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين